am finding myself like overeating and I'm knowing that I'm overeating and I want to get to a place where I am eating intuitively and I'm not really sure what that means. Welcome to the Art and Science of Eating. I'm Jessica Begg, Registered Dietitian and Clinical Counselor. I worked for 15 years in programs for the treatment of eating disorders. I now help those that struggle with emotional eating and their relationship with their body. This podcast is where I answer questions to help people along this bumpy journey to creating peace with both food and their body. This episode is brought to you by my new online group program, Connected Eating where I help people that struggle with emotional eating from feeling out of control with food, feeling not in alignment with how they want to care for their body and spending all of their time worrying about it, that they've tried every diet and finally know that diets have claimed too much of their time, but don't know where to go next. This online group program has been built from my many years of helping people that struggle with food, but now it's not just me to help through this process, but also with the support of all sorts of other people that are working towards the same goals. I have heard too many times that people think that they're the only ones that feel this way, that they haven't spoken with anyone about the way that they eat or the way that they feel in their body. So I'm on a mission to create a community. You no longer need to feel alone, no longer feel ashamed thinking that you're the only one or that it's just you. It's not you, it's how diet culture has impacted all of us so similarly. So come and join us, come and learn from both me and other people moving towards happy eating and being comfortable in their body. Follow the link in the show notes and I'll see you in there. How are you? It's been a long time. I know, I haven't talked to you since last summer, I think, which is surprising um, because it doesn't feel like that long ago. Um, Yeah. It's like there's this weird time and space happening. Hey, do you find that like time isn't quite right right now? Oh, yeah. It's fast and slow and nothing's happening and everything's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So thank you for coming on to to do this podcast. Sure. I love podcasts. Sorry. I actually forgot. I got your email. So I'm like just out of bed. I look terrible, but. Oh no, that's okay. Podcast <laughs> is audio only. <laughs> yeah, it's all audio only. Um, I was excited to hear that you're doing a podcast because I love podcasts and me I listen too. to them all day. So. <laughs> to you. so yeah, so tell me, what's your question? Okay, so um, the last time we spoke uh, over a year ago, or maybe just under a year ago, um, you said something that was like really groundbreaking, even though it was simple. You said like you have unconditional permission to eat. Um, and it's it's crazy because like that really did blow my mind. It took me a long time to wrap my head around it. So over this past almost year, I've been just like thinking about that and like letting it sink in. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a long time to like believe it, you know, because I'd I'd start layering it over like the thoughts of like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have that. Or maybe I should like stop that eating now so I can eat later, whatever it is. And like just layering over, you have unconditional permission to eat. So I've started kind of weaving that in with the like kind of automatic thoughts that I get from 
I don't know, my diet brain, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So the, you're yeah. using that as the counterbalance to, to what you hear. Cause there's so much around fear around, um, being, being hungry. There's so many messages of try to fill up so you can push it off or drink water, or do all these things to distract yourself from being hungry. So yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So my question really is now that I'm really believing that, um, and like knowing it to be true that I have permission to eat, Mm -hmm. I'm finding myself like overeating and I'm knowing that I'm overeating and I want to get to a place where I am eating intuitively and I'm not really sure what that means. Mm. I I don't know how to move to that step. Yeah. So that's your question. How to get there. Yeah. That's such a good, good one because that path that you've come is the path is that you have to give yourself permission to eat. And then it's almost like your brain is like, oh gosh, I need to gather it all so that it's, it's just like when we're living in any kind of scarcity and we've been given all of it, then you take all of it. Cause you're like, you know, you're kind of preparing for the next famine basically. And your brain and body is still not necessarily a hundred percent confident that you might slide back into the whole diet thing, which again is another you know, very common path to, to do that, to kind of ebb and flow. So it makes sense that your body is like, I'm not quite sure if you're hundred percent here yet. So there is this period of time where often people, when they give themselves permission to eat, where they will overeat for periods of time. To me, what that means is that your body is trying to overcome the trauma of dieting is that come from the scarcity, how do I feel safe? And so if you can keep reinforcing that, not only are you going to be able to eat whenever you like unconditional um, permission to eat, but also unconditional permission to eat if you get unexpectedly hungry very quickly. So you could play it around with hunger, you could play around with fullness, is to figure out, okay, knowing that there's always the catch, the, 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 the net to catch you is if you get unexpectedly hungry at any time that you can always eat. So then it allows you the freedom to play around with fullness. So fullness, you can kind of expand over a couple of points. Let's say if we use maybe, um, maybe a four point five point system of just expanding what is fullness, it would be interesting for you to allow yourself the experimental period of time to play around and to be able to track where what is your levels of fullness. And so even as I say this, you'd have to remember, it's not to use this as a tool to restrict understanding fullness. Because sometimes people fear that if I get any inkling of fullness, I got to shut everything down. I'm not allowed to eat. And that's not the case. There should be a level of satisfaction when we finish eating. And that satisfaction will change from meal to meal or time to time. So allowing yourself this, this little experiment would be to just allow yourself to put pins on like, where, where am I in terms of fullness? So it could be first to just track it, to eat as per what you've been doing and put a point. Am I, am I over full? And just to to understand what does over full feel like? And to just trace that in your body, give it some numbers, give it some body sensations, and then just see, well, if that's not working for you, because that's what you're, you know, you're coming with me now, isn't you're like, okay, you know, this isn't really working for me anymore, is seeing if, okay, well, what if I try somewhere else on the point? 
on the scale of fullness, putting a point there and saying, okay, I'm going to finish here because I feel somewhat satisfied. What is the feelings that I feel in my body that's giving me the sense that I could be satisfied? You're not going to trust this yet. So that's the thing. That's where I'm saying we need the like the catch net is that to just play around with it and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to finish here. I think that, that this could be some point on my range of fullness. I give myself the permission to eat if I get hungry unexpected or earlier or or I'm hungrier at my next meal. All of these things are okay, but let's just play around with it. Let's see, okay, well, if I finish here and this is the sensations I feel, how does that feel? And is there a number? Is there a body sensation? And see what how that goes for the rest of the day. Because if you went too far on the low end, you might find, oh, you know what? I was hungry 10 minutes later, I was hungry. Or, you know, half an hour later, I was too intensely hungry. Like an hour later, I was, you know, I, I, this, it could have been snack time, would have been a normal time, but I was too hungry at that time. So, okay, I undershot it, but that's okay. You can make up for it. You have a larger stack and you move on. And then if you can kind of just with that expansion of those points, then we can understand, okay, I can feel, fill myself differently at different times. Because at the moment, what you're saying is I have to fill up to the to the maximal amount because, I, again, I don't really trust that I'm going to give myself food if I'm hungry again. It's basically what you're doing is you're kind of like putting your toe out and being like, okay, is the is the ground safe here? Is the ground safe here? What if I put myself in this situation? Is the ground safe here? So, yeah. yeah. And then it's, and then going. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, like you mentioned like the body sensations at the different levels of fullness. I'm not sure that I know what they are beyond like the one where I feel like sick because I've eaten too much. Yeah. Um, A lot of the like sensations are like maybe more mental or like maybe they're mixed where it's like, this should be when you're like, Mm. you should stop eating now because this seems like a normal sized meal. So this should be when you're full. So maybe this is a, if you we've talked about the 10 point scale before so maybe this is the six I don't really know how to like yeah how to take those like um mental parts which I'm almost positive are like my diet brain talking to me versus like what what's like a real body sensation yeah that's such a good point you know there's um there is somebody that's written about people that have struggled with food in terms of the trauma effect of being able to even sense things in your body. There could be that it's going to be more difficult anyways, because, you know, you say like, I, I don't feel it, um, but it could be your history, but it also could just be a, a general trauma history that will make it really difficult for you and other people to be able to sense in their body, their fullness. I think the hope that I hear in what you're telling me is that you're getting some senses, but then there's this overriding diet culture type thinking that's making you question it. I think it could be there, but it is. um, We always use a little bit of our brain of what is enough to understand. Generally speaking, you know, this is a volume of food that I generally feel good at, you're going to usually kind of eyeball that. But I think as you're playing around, I'd actually give yourself permission to eat as much or as little. Um, That one's a really hard one, though, is how to clear the air so that I can hear my hear my body. 
Right. And maybe that's a question that doesn't have an answer. Um, but it seems to be like I, my logical brain, I feel like I've really absorbed a lot of this stuff, um, like the permission to eat and um, like that there's no bad food and mm-hmm. all, all of that, like I understand logically, um, but I am still having a really hard time, like truly believing, I don't know, like that I, that I am just the weight that I am and that's the weight that I should be, or, or like that I shouldn't be eating green smoothies and kale salads and <laughs> yeah. chicken. Yeah. So do you think that that's kind of the driver is that there's this, there's this should that's kind of coming into your thought process that you feel like you shouldn't be at this weight and that I should be eating these things. And is that interfering? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yes. It's a hard one to give up because it's all around us. Yes, it is. You're getting constant messages. I'm certain. Definitely. Um, even within my close friend group, it's like just a big topic of conversation, uh, what people are eating and what they've gained or lost during quarantine and what they're doing about it. It's mm-hmm. just a big topic of conversation. Constantly. Hey, have yeah. you, have you considered talking to them about it and how it's not helpful for you or, or them? I'm, you know, sometimes the conversations um, are like a sense of relief for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have tried to, like, gently mention it, especially to friends or, like, family members who I think would be, like, open to receiving the feedback. I know there's some people who would just be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Like, I'm just being healthy over here. Like, why are you trying to, like, tell me to be unhealthy or whatever it is? Mm -hmm. Um, And I was definitely, like, at, at that point a few years ago where someone was, like, trying to introduce me to this stuff I was not ready to hear it and I like did not want to hear it because I wanted to be thin Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so you almost have to kind of put them into two categories like people that are not receptive and people that might be maybe on the fence and right yeah 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 Yeah. so it's almost like you get that part of you is still on the fence too well definitely if I mean if family members and friends are like still you know putting a lot of emphasis on their own bodies um and like having conversations with me where they're judging other people's bodies mm-hmm. how do I not like put myself in that situation where I like assume they're making the same judgments about me and if they are how do I how do I just be okay with that because it's none of my business <laughs> yeah yeah it's none of your business what their opinions are you mean right yeah. Yeah. No, it's hard because it's really hurtful. Often they're really mean spirited things that people are saying. This is the barrier in which you, which you butt up against is how do we create safety in this really unsafe world? And I think what you're asking for makes sense in that respect too, of trying to build confidence that you know what you're doing, because the more that we can stand strong in, I know that I'm doing a good job. All of the stuff that we hear goes to the wayside, just like other things that you've probably done that where you've gained a lot of confidence where you're like, no, I know this is the right way. Um, 
even, even, you know, talking about food, people will tell me about stuff that they've heard and that they're trying to convince me otherwise, but I can say, no, like that doesn't fit. And so we need to cultivate that in you too, of where it's just doesn't, it, you're, you're not as permeable to it when you're confident. So we need to build the confidence that your body knows what it needs to do. Right. I guess I definitely don't have that. And that's why I'm like still questioning what I'm eating or like is what I'm doing intuitive eating or does that even matter? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any confidence about that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could slow it right down meal to meal and you could maybe even just pick a meal in a day where you're, where it's more quiet and, um, and see and play around with it. I even get people to check in mid meal, like, how are you feeling? What are the, what are the changing sensations? Cause that's where we just start cultivating you checking in with your brain. Cause it's not like you need to know exactly every, as soon as I'm full, this is what it, what it feels like. But if we can even cultivate sensations in your body mid meal, it starts getting your brain thinking about what is fullness in general too, if we can get a a bunch of different phases of eating. So you could try that pausing mid meal and be like, do a little body check. What does it feel like? Only to gather information, really not to not to assert some sort of power or control. Again, that would be the thing. So we're not using this information as a threat of just gathering the information. What does it feel like to cultivate that? Because at the moment, you're doing fine. You are doing fine. You're here. You're alive. You're healthy. You're talking to me. Your body is giving you is stopping at some point It's giving you good signals like, hey, it's enough. So mm-hmm. I think that, that we need to trust that you're not sitting here eating with me, right? Where you're, where you can't shut it off. You've, you've shut off for something's told you to stop. Right. So we just need to understand, I think the breadth of where you could stop. Okay. I'm just wondering if like the things that are telling me to stop are like the right things or if it, if I'm still, I think I might still be like letting that Mm. like that phobia and stuff seep in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's where um, we need to start maybe putting buckets, right. Of this is, this isn't a thought that's mine, put it in that bucket. And and really focusing on the body sensations. Cause like I said, you've got, you can play around with it. You're, you're finishing eating at some point. Right. So just playing around with it of, I think at this moment, it's building your body sensations because you have a lot of really good cognitive thought about it already. We've already established that. Yeah. You've got some really good, you just the fact that you can differentiate between the two, right. Where you're saying like, I'm not too sure to me, that's even hopeful. I'm not too sure where this message is coming. You're examining it with new eyes versus Mm -hmm. just being like, these are my thoughts. And it's just overwhelming me, you're able to say like, I'm not quite sure if this is mine or somebody else's. Right. So that that's a positive sign. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's true. If I can, if I can say that I know some of it is like the fat phobia seeping in, I can try to push that aside when I'm eating or totally. Yeah. Just put it proper labeling. And what would I label that? Uh, well, sometimes people, they, they know where that came from. Like there's somebody in their life that said that to them. So you could actually literally put, oh, that's so-and-so's thoughts. 
Right. It'd be okay. This is just generally diet culture thoughts. These are things that I thought that were good and helpful and they're not good and helpful anymore. You just put that label on it. Okay. Sometimes people put even colors. This is a green thought. This is a red thought. Okay. Cool. I will try that. I will. Yeah. Be, be gentle with yourself because it's really subtle fullness cues as our, I find hunger cues actually are more subtle than fullness cues. Fullness. I think it's a, it's a skill to, to learn, to trust your body because you don't trust it yet. Right. And that's okay. You're just trying to build trust. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Great question, Sarah. Thank, Thank you. you. I, it's so nice to talk to you. It's, I always get good insight every time we talk. So. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Thanks for, thanks for showing up for you too. And thanks for showing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're doing, you're doing wonderful stuff and you always have worked really hard and I, I'm happy to hear you're doing really well. It it's probably- important to me. And I think the, um, like the COVID pandemic has actually given me the space to think about it a little bit more yeah. and, you know, take some action rather than just yeah. like running on the wheel. Yeah. That's a good point. Hey, it's been, yeah. there's been some silver linings. It's been really hard, but there's been some little spaces where people have been able to be contemplate. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're out of this soon. I hope so. I just booked my vaccine appointment this morning, so I'm really excited. Oh, Good. Good. Yeah. Hurrah. We're there. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks so much, Sarah. Um, sure. I, and you're in my little Facebook group. I am. You yeah. are. Okay, good. Well, I'll group. see you in there too. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You too. Bye. Bye. This podcast is for education and information purposes only. Please consult your own healthcare team to discuss what is right for you and your care.